entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Turn the music up, turn me down. Google. Let's go get him again. This time is for the money, my nigga. Brooklyn, stand up. Never been a nigga this good, but it's long, this hood. Or this pop, this hot, or this strong, with so many different flows. Uh -huh, yeah. for this uh -huh. The next yeah. one I switch up. Uh -huh. This one will get bit up. These fucks yeah. too lazy to make it's up. It's TVD, we back in the building. It's been a nice little week. Weather broke a little bit. Been riding around, car, new car. Here you go. Here you and go. First time I ever had a sunroof. So, you know, I just be parked up. At, I'm catching red lights on February to look up. <laughs> You're a child. You know I mean, I'm sitting before, on. But before you was complaining about how you lost your old bitch. Now you got a new bitch. Now you madly in love. What's going I mean, on? hey, hey, hello, new thing. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting, I'm riding around, I, I'm scrolling on Twitter, and I happen to see some tweets from the sun, not like, you know, the thing upstairs that we was arguing about, like the, the Connecticut sun. <laughs> <laughs> this girl we got on the, this one we got on the pod today, Tarika, young goat, the goat. What up, though? What up, though? We had to track her down, bro. It took first a while. Off, can I just say, first off, thank you for saying my name right. Like, I know you know me, so I know you know my name. But I just think it's important to just to just get that out there. <laughs> I mean, not not for nothing. Like, if it bothers me, people can't say names like yours, but they can say Mike Shisesky like it's... Like it's apple. nothing. Like, like it's apple. nothing. Like it's nothing. Adrian Adrian Warshin out North Norowski. How you just know that? How you know that? And then they done told us, well, it's Wojnarowski, not Wojnarowski. And I'm like, well, damn, y'all got the, the, the change of phonetics and everything. And y'all can't and everything. Y'all can't and get Tarika right. Can't. I'm Tarika, Tyrika, Teriyaki. <laughs> Shit, I'd have been chicken. I have been chicken, guys. <laughs> I know they tear your, I know they tear your name up at Starbucks. I just know. I just I just at this point, I just be like T. Just it's T. <laughs> I don't even got time to fix it. <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure everybody know your name because I done seen like we didn't. We was trying to get Billy. We been trying to get her on for a while. For a it minute, took, it took like a month to get a text back because she big time. She got the backdrop. She got the WNBA gear. Verified on Twitter. Big what checks on Twitter, like. I'm Tell like you announcing, and you're starting point guard. <laughs> What? What? I'm like, I swear. I swear. Folks from Philly, dog, they know how to over exaggerate every damn thing. See what I mean, Billy? I said these, I said before we started, these was gonna be the facts. Now she's like, I kind of maybe did it. She's shying away from it. It's cool. We gonna we gonna big you up. It's cool. Appreciate it. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the invite to the podcast. I'm looking fun. I'm looking forward to having fun with, with both of you. And listen, don't don't believe half the shit he's saying right now because he he really he really adding 
He really, he really adding up stuff in this. He, he bringing his own bias in there. Okay, he really is. Nah, man, I'm just, I'm just, I just need to know what's going on because a lot of things you can see. Whatever Tariqa got, you know, problems with, or she want to get something off her chest, she press send on the Twitter. So you know, I'm sitting there I do. I do. and I'm looking and I'm like, huh? I'm seeing all I these do. WNBA hashtags and and promotions for things, and and you done been responsible for what? Giving out how many? League pass. So, so how did that yeah, even happen? I need to know. You know how what? did that even become a thing? To make a long story short, I just got caught up in Twitter. And my homegirl, my girl Alexis Robinson, actually, she uh started doing it like a year ago in the Wubble. She started doing it, but she, you know, she's so humble and she's so cool with it, so smooth with it that nobody really knew that she was doing it. And so um I saw a tweet from somebody thanking her for gifting her a league pass. And then somebody else responded to the tweet and was like, hey, you know, I could donate to league pass. Let's pay it forward. And I was like, yo, that's a dope idea. I would like to donate some league passes too. Let's continue to play it forward. And somehow my tweet is the tweet that kind of took off. So people just started inboxing me and stuff. Look, see, you see? <laughs> Billy, I, I I hate to interrupt you, but she said somehow my tweet was the one. I mean, because it wasn't like it was just me. It was like other people. It was so, which was a good thing, though. It's a good thing because it was other people who were also saying, hey, I'll donate some league passes or whatever. But it just so happened that I had a couple people inbox me like, yo, can I, you know, toss you a couple dollars to gift it? I don't really want to get involved. And I was like, yeah, you know, because it was just a couple people. But then a couple people turned into a couple more people, turned into a couple more people. The next thing I know, it's been a week. We've given out like over 350 passes. Uh, people had donated over like $6,000. I had to reach out to the WNBA like, yo, can y'all give me some codes? Because I'm out here PayPal and Cash App. And like, I got somebody in Germany trying. I don't, they don't even got Cash App in Germany. Like, I cannot, you got to help me out here. So, oh, um, so it man. was really dope. Honestly, it was really dope. And I appreciate it. Um, Alexis is still doing it. So I, I definitely give her all the credit because it was her baby i just was the catalyst to you know help get it a little bit more a little bit more love you walking around burping that joint now was... <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah you know so my, i just happened to tweet it out little little burp little tweet next to you know boom, it's a little got... tweet that's like, what acting like you don't know how the algorithm works when you verify stop it like i mean it. listen i was stop the only it. verified person who retweeted it it just so you know it, I don't know if that matters. Just, it depends. You got some folk who follow you, who big time as well. Your name—that's what it was because it was a—it was a few people. One one particular person asked me to remain anonymous because you know I was trying to shout everybody out like, "Yo, thank you for the donation." Blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? I don't. One thing I ain't want is when it comes to taking people money for stuff, I don't want nobody to come looking for me. So I was like, "Listen, I want you to know this is where your money went. I got a screenshot of the receipt. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want no problems." So I was like, "This is." This, but then, you know, but I asked this particular person and they were like, no, I don't want just anonymous. I'm not really trying to do it for the love or whatever, but they donated like a thousand dollars. I was like, damn. That's dope. So basically what happened is you, you and a few other people was, was, you know, pretty responsible for this extreme uptick in viewership for the WNBA. I, you know what? 
I'm gonna I'm go ahead and roll with that. That's what I, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna I'm roll with that. I'm gonna roll with that. Although I honestly don't think it was me, you know, for the for the for for those who might be taking this serious. I'm joking around, but <laughs> like I'm playing. But um, but no, like it's just it's a good product, and I think the Wubble is really what helped everybody to see that this is truly a good product. You know, last year we were in a situation where we really didn't have a choice, but to sit down somewhere and focus, you know what I'm saying? Watch some PBS or something. But instead of PBS, we were watching the WNBA, which is amazing. And so it really helped to get people to see that these women can ball, that this league is serious. And I think now, you know, it's just continuing to carry over. And it's the 25th season. So there's a lot of excitement around that. I mean, I grabbed one myself. I grabbed the lead pass first time. I'm a dream fan now. Aries my girl Aries my girl because I wasn't like you know I wasn't I'm not gonna lie like I watched the WNBA passively but I wasn't a fan but now I saw her and what she was doing in the women's uh you know tournament and stuff I was like all right right Hooper she's a bucket I'm cool with that like whatever it is that's gonna bring you to the game I'm cool with that. Like I am, this is a bandwagon that I'm like, please hop on it, jump on it now. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like Bitcoin. We've been telling you now that it's worth this much. Now you're trying to get a share, but we've been, but we've been telling you, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like whatever it is, is going to bring you to the game. I don't care if it's your favorite player. I don't, I don't care. Just come. The only thing I say to people all the time is when you come, don't come with 59,000 criticisms because you you know what I'm saying so your criticism I really don't I'm not sure how I can really appreciate where you're coming from when you're coming to criticize and you just got here you know what I mean it's like you know you just got in the club now you now you got all these ideas for renovations and how you gonna do this and why we doing that like bro you just got here like like fill us out you know so that's my only thing but other than that welcome is that the one thing that makes your blood boil the most about WNBA, about the WNBA, about questions or statements made by the WNBA? Is that is that the thing that makes your blood boil the most? Is that it? No, no, not by the WNBA. No, I just, I, I am one who, I am an equal opportunist, right? And so when I say that, I say that in meaning, I don't get upset when people talk crap about the Pistons. I'm a Pistons fan. We stink. It is what it is. And if you say we stink, I mean... You ain't lying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I mean, I get it. We, you know, you get players where you're like, okay, good. Jeremy Grant balling. Sure. But I mean, at the end of the day, like we got, we got a ways to go to be good. And so when it comes to the WNBA, I don't get offended. If somebody says a team that's not good, it's not good because I don't get offended when you talk about the men. So I'm not going to get offended. when We talk about the women, the same thing, even from a journalistic aspect, there's like this, this thing where sometimes people tiptoe about writing or saying certain things because it's like they're afraid because this league is still new and it's still growing in and it's still building on that momentum but at the same time if I'm going to write and say these things about the men and we're basically saying that we want the same treatment then if a team's not playing well or if you know a player does or says something ridiculous I'm gonna say that because I'm an equal opportunist it is what it is you know what I mean and it's not personal it's not you know I have respect for all 144 women in this league, every last one of them, because you're doing something I can't do. So I have respect for you for sure. But I'm going to tell the truth. The truth is the truth. 
It's just kind of what it is. <laughs> I got so I, I need I need some truth for you because I have I have some friends who don't necessarily watch the WNBA. They're like huge basketball heads, summer coaches and stuff. So they'll watch come tournament time, you know, here or there. What is the question that people say or a statement that they say about the WNBA to like, oh, well, more people would watch if they could dunk or more people would watch if Ooh. it was more exciting. Like they need to change this and this to make the game more exciting. And I'm always like, nah, bro, the game is the game is great over the WNBA. You're not watching it. You so see the eyebrow? Exactly. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. I want to know you see the eyebrow? what's that thing for you when you hear it? it's like, come on, bro. I think it's definitely the dunk issue. It's definitely the dunk issue. Like the moment I hear, well, if they played above the room, well, you don't really like basketball if that's what if that's what they do. Because I mean, if we you know drop it history on you at one point in time, dunking was illegal in basketball. If you ever, if you pay attention to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he never dunked in college. Why? Because it was illegal to dunk in the NCAA at that time. Period. Didn't stop people from coming to see him. Didn't stop folks from coming to see the NBA. So for you to say to me, it's because women don't dunk. Well, I mean, ask John Quill Jones if women don't dunk. Ask Candace Parker if women don't dunk. Ask Fran Believe in Stanford if women don't dunk. Just because, I mean, ask Brittany Griner. She just banged on a chicken turkey like a month ago. Like, you know what I mean? So realistically it's the, it's just a poor excuse no they don't do it as much as the men and it's not something you see regularly in game but it's just not the basis of their game it doesn't make the game any less watchable you just don't want to see women play basketball and that's fine if that's your preference but I mean for that matter I should have said hey we should widen the rim because Steph kept missing free throws the other day like you just I don't know what was going on and this is a guy who don't miss free throws but I guess we need to widen that rim because it would be more of an exciting game if they were hitting all these free throws like it's just stupid it just it just that's the one thing that really really grinds my gears it's just dunking that can't be it that can't be it (laughs) it just can't be look I agree with you I think it's I think that's one of the weaker arguments that people bring to the table because it's like if you claim to like hoops there's no way that you could say that the WNBA is not good product. Like, there's just no way. Like, if you actually are watching these games, there's no way you could say that. I agree. And I mean, the, the, the game doesn't change. I mean, <laughs> the point of the game is still to put the ball in the basket yep. and score more points than your opponent within the time that you are given. That is the same from men's basketball to women's basketball. That doesn't change. You know, if I don't like soccer, like I am a person... I won't say that I don't like soccer, but I'm not the biggest soccer fan. Like I'm not running, you know, to catch a soccer game. If it's on, it's on during Olympic time, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting, you know, but I don't say, you know, I'm here to watch the women and I don't watch the men or I'm here to watch the men and I don't watch the women. No, I just don't really have a connection with the game of soccer. I don't really care who's playing it. It's just not a game that has been, you know, something that has caught on to me, but it doesn't matter about who's playing. Now, if we're talking about wins and losses, that's a different conversation. Yes, the women's national team is better than men's, but that's not the reason that I don't watch it. I just, I'm just not a big soccer person. So it's okay to have preference. You know, if when people say I don't watch women's basketball because I'm just not into women's basketball, okay, my question is why? And if for whatever reason you're just like, you know, I prefer. I prefer to see the dunks or I prefer to see blah, 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 blah. Then that's okay. But to, to, to say, you know, well, I mean, I just don't like it. Really? 
Like that's just that's just dumb shit. <laughs> like, it's just, yeah, it's like I'm I'm not here for that. Like I get the whole like ah oh, I want to see you know highlights and explosive plays and it's like all right well you might get a body every four or five NBA games and stuff like that, but the stuff that happens in the WNBA is just as exciting, even though it's quote unquote below the rim plays. And like, I mean, the season started mm-hmm. off with Sabrina, with, with Sabrina hitting a crazy game winner, Thanks. you know, and she, <laughs> she's a player who had an incredible following in the tournament during her time in college. And, I feel like she brought a breath to the game now because everyone wants to see what she's going to do. Oh, she's playing in New York. Whether you like it or not, it's a huge media market. So I guess my question to you is, what is that difference like that you see between the, the transition from college to the WNBA? Because they're incredibly good in the WNBA. Like we see, we see guys enter the draft every year make the team and get buried on the bench or are they out the league in two years? And like, it's even worse in the WNBA because there's so few spots available. That's yeah, no, that's true. And to that, I would say it's one of the things that I really love about Asia Wilson because women's basketball fans, they, especially college, let me, let me rephrase that collegiate women basketball fans are very dedicated to their teams. And I attribute that to there not being a one and done rule. Because you get to know these players in the W in, in, in women's in the women's college game, you can't leave after the first year. Number one, there's nowhere to put you because as you had mentioned, the it's no spot. So where are you gonna go? You know, that's the conversation they're having right now with Paige Beckers. She's amazing and she could play in the W, but where are they gonna put you, sis? Like whose spot you taking? You ain't taking Sue Bird's spot, you ain't taking Diana Tarazi's spot. Who's spot you taking? You ain't taking Sabrina's spot. Whose spot you taking? It's just like it's just that. It's that few spots, you know what I mean? So it's difficult to have a one-and-done situation in women's ball. But because you don't, you get to know these players and you get to love these players and they become a part of what and why you cheer for them. And there are just fans who just have that love for that particular school, whether it's the school they grew up watching or whether it's the school that maybe someone in their family went to or whatever. So I say that to bring up Asia Wilson because she is one to me, who instantly comes to mind when you think about South Carolina fans who have now become Las Vegas Aces fans because they love Asia. They, there's, a, there's a statue of Asia outside of South Carolina, a state that at not five years ago had a Confederate symbol in their flag. <laughs> and now they have a statue of a Black woman outside of a school that Black people at one point couldn't even go to. So that in itself is amazing but those fans have transitioned to las vegas because they love her and that's what we need more of you know what i mean we just need more people to understand that there is such a connection and when i see like what i thought this past tournament where the wnba is retweeting stuff that's happening from the ncaa tournament or retweeting ncaa uh women's basketball handles and they're sharing stuff from the different schools and now you see the schools are sharing stuff from the wnba from players that went to their team you know it's just that's the kind of stuff that we need to bridge the gap. Connecticut, half the team in Connecticut went to Maryland. So you constantly see all this Maryland love, you know, when you're watching the Connecticut Sun game. And, and that's what that's just what we need. And I think if we continue to do that, you'll see it. No, I mean, I, I definitely. Uh, that's what we do. 
I know he just he popped out. His wife. I know, right? Crash. <laughs> no, but like, what I, I, what I want to know is because this this is like only for women's hoops, NCAA women's hoops, and and going and transitioning to the WNBA. How is that transition, especially because their season ended what like two three months ago, and now they're gearing up and revving up to try play a whole full yeah. WNBA season? Like, what is that transition normally like? Yeah, this season was definitely a little bit different than other seasons. I mean, normally there's a little bit more time, not much, but a little bit more time. This year, there was hardly any time. I mean, there was a few day turnaround between the NBA draft, I'm sorry, between the WNBA draft, between the end of the women's uh, national college basketball season. Like it was within days, you know, there was a week, this week you were winning the NCAA tournament. The very next week you were at the NC, you were at the WNBA draft. And then the week after that, you're gearing up for training camp, you know, like it was that, that quick. And also keep in mind, there are players who don't make, make it to training camp because they're overseas or there are players who, have to come from overseas because they missed, you know, the first couple of games because they have other, other obligations. And it's a very difficult transition physically and mentally. Think about it from the perspective of the women who have to come from overseas to play in the WNBA season. They don't often get rest. They don't often get an opportunity to let me chill and get my body together in order to endure another season because they're immediately leaving a season to hop right into another that has just started. A, a, an example of that is Natasha Howard. Natasha Howard plays for the New York Liberty and she literally just had to leave her season and come and play for New York. And this season started two weeks ago. So, you know, we're already in play. It's a, it's a difficult transition. Um, same thing for college player entering the draft. Like as soon as they've done, they now have to start thinking about agents. They now have to start thinking about, you know, how am I going to compare? How am I going to get my body together? How am I going to get set? Like there's no real time in between to really think about and focus you have to be able to make those decisions quickly and then you think about you know this year being another example of like 50 something women who entered the draft and not all of those women made a roster and even some of those who were drafted you know were cut and brought back Natasha Mack is one who comes to mind when I think of that she you know was drafted by Chicago later than people expected her to be she was on the training camp roster she was unfortunately let go the day that cuts and decisions had to be made fortunately for her they were able to bring her back but that's just kind of how this how this league is and so when when people talk about the WNBA and you know a lot of times they're doing it ignorantly because they don't really truly understand the grind that these women have to go through just to be there like it is a grind just to be there you know and adding a global pandemic oh because yeah we still got that shit going on that's a whole nother that's a whole different thing. You still got testing protocol. Now you got women coming from overseas trying to transition into this system, but they can't play for six days because they got to go through quarantine before they get here. Like it is a transition. It is a grind, a constant grind. What they don't have time for is you telling them that they are not a good product to watch because they don't duck. Bye. <laughs> Well, so do you think some of those things that we just referenced and talked about is the reason why, you know, Ari hasn't, you know, really played as much this season? I mean, she's played in only two of the three games, only 27 minutes and has only scored one point. Like I know Mike Peterson left and and uh, I mean, Mike Peterson's now their head coach because, you know, Nikki Collin mm -hmm. left. 
is that also a reason? Like, are they just trying to get their system right? Like they do have, you know, Courtney Williams, who's a, who's a stud and they have Chandy Carter, who's a bucket. Like they have guards over there who's really hooping. So like what's really going down there in Atlanta? Yeah, honestly, I think that's the biggest thing. The biggest thing is when you have a backcourt like they have, it's kind of difficult to try to work somebody in. And then you add to that how their coaching uh, situation kind of randomly happened. Um, it was a lot for Mike Peterson to, you know, try to put together in such a short amount of time. And I may, and I, you know, there could very well have been conversations between him and Nikki. So I can't really speak on what, you know, their conversations were or whatnot in terms of him being prepared or being ready. But when you've got a Kennedy Carter, as you mentioned, who was phenomenal last season and ended up, um, hurting her ankle and she has to sit out a couple of weeks have to fight her way back when you have that and you add a Courtney Williams to that who is by far the most swaggiest individual in the W you know and then add to that they also have Odyssey Sims who Odyssey is definitely you know one of the better veteran guards in this league so it's understandable you know, that Aerie wouldn't be able to immediately, you know, get a starting role or immediately come into the game. And it has nothing again to do with her ability. It just has everything to do with the fact that these women are at the top of their game. There's only 12 spots. That's it. That's all you got left. And because you only have 12 spots, you really have to bring your A game every time. And they're aren't always going to be opportunities like, for example, where they have in New York, where Michaela, I mean, where they, she comes in automatically, you know what I mean? Because there's a need for her to bring that type of production on the court. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. I have no doubt whatsoever that area is going to be a dominant force in this league. And, and I have no doubt that Atlanta is going to figure out what's going on down there with them in order to bring them, you know, a little bit closer in the standings. But right now it's just a lot. I think Atlanta, Minnesota, Minnesota's another team that is just like, what y'all doing, girl? Um, in Washington. Washington is another team that I'm a little surprised. But at the same time, they don't have Elena Deladon back, who's their best player. And when you don't have your best player on the court, obviously there are things that are going to be different. They also lost some pieces over the offseason. Um, Ariel Powers, she went to Minnesota. Um, Alicia Clark was brought there, but she ended up tearing her Achilles, I believe it was, or ACL, one of those terrible injuries. And so she's out for the season. So it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot of transition. It's a lot that you got to adjust to. And it's still early. You know, but I mean, them son, they still five and oh, though. Yeah, like, that that's, 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 my that like, that's my question. I know it's early as week two, blah, blah, blah. But you on Twitter. Yeah. Out, like, look, the son yeah. here, yeah. here for blood. So, yes, what, what yes, makes, I am. What makes you I, I, I know you announced <laughs> it and all that. They adopted you as like, you know, since you the bull, like I. I what what makes you so confident in the sun right now? Like what what's really getting you going with them? I just think it's the their ability to show that they're able to move the ball and score the ball in so many different places that were not expected. When you tell me that I'm about to come into a season with no Alyssa Thomas, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like, first of all, Alyssa Thomas already been playing two years with no shoulders. So how like keep this in mind. You know, and this is a team that in 2019 was in the WNBA finals. Alyssa Thomas, John Quill Jones, no DB. So then last year, you tell me you bring a Dewana Bonner over. I'm like, oh, this championship for real. But now there's no John Quill Jones. Now we're playing on a shortened season where they're fight, where they're playing every other day. And Connecticut started the season 0-5 last year. What? 
oh and like i as loud as i am this year i was just as loud last year like i don't know what we doing but we gonna get it together <laughs> like that was me last season i refused to give in we gonna get it together and we did and made it to the semifinals and was literally a game away from winning the semifinals but the the mvp showed up and again Alyssa Thomas had an injury that was just something that was not unable to overcome. We weren't able to overcome. I mean, Asia, Asia just balled. Asia just balled. She's a beast. My God, she just balled. It's what it is. But I look at this team now, you've got John Cole Jones, you've got a Dewana Bonner, you've got production from Natisha Heidemann, you've got production from Breezy, who obviously took advantage of the opportunity she was given last year. They're finding ways to be, I mean, defensive identity. They're finding ways to continue to be a presence on defense and they're getting production out of people that you wouldn't have expected them to get production from. And then last, I don't want to say last night because I don't want to date the podcast, but basically. <laughs> Thank you. But on Sunday night <laughs> in their matchup against Las Vegas, they figured out how to continue to, to keep a team at bay when they're scoring on you. Vegas went on like three or four different scoring runs and they still figured out how to defend. They figured out how to continue to, to put points on the board even when a team is going on a run. And for that matter, they can t- they figured out how to stay in the game when you yourself are going cold. So they have moments where I felt like there was a lid on the, on the hoop. They couldn't hit anything. So I say all of that to say, if you can do that, and you can do that without arguably one of the best players in the league, let alone on your team. You absolutely got an opportunity to win the championship. I'm not saying they're going to go undefeated, but until your team is 5-0, and watch me talk all this shit on Twitter. <laughs> watch well, I, was, I, I once went to the movies right back home in the Philly area, and I'm walking around, and I walk past this girl. She was way taller than me, and I'm about 6'3". <laughs> Right, and I'm like, damn. She said to my man, "I look like Brown Stewart." Sure enough, it was her. So I'm looking. I'm like, man, she probably gave me to work. Probably because she because she, she's tall like that, and like she's one of them players to me. Like her resume is something that a lot of people like don't. I don't know if people really understand all the accomplishments that she has, but. What do you think about her and her team this year as far as, far as you know, them coming back and, and maybe making some noise against your sons? This is the, this particular matchup and they're facing on Wednesday night is the one team that I was like, ah, that might be, that might be the L, right? I'm like, we on a three game road. I mean, think about it. They were on a three game road series in Phoenix, in Las Vegas, and then in Seattle. I'm like, ooh, I don't know if they win all three. They're going to have to lose one, right? Who could be the one? And the one that sticks out to me the most is Seattle. They're just such an offensive juggernaut. That's, I mean, that's really what it is. They know you've, They know how to score from everywhere. They have mid-range jumpers and Candace Dupree. They've got Sue Burr. Jordan Canada knows how to put it on the floor. You've got Brianna who's going to take over the middle. And oh, did I mention Jewel Lloyd? Yeah, that chick, Gold Mamba, she's a, she's going to drain it. So that's the one thing where I'm like, yo, we have got to really bring and play our best, not our, be objective, Tariqa. Connecticut <laughs> has to really learn how to play and bring their best defensive game on Wednesday because that that is going to be a true test to me 
You know what I mean? I feel like I wanted to see how they protect inside the game, inside the paint, and they did that to me against Las Vegas. This is a test where it's like, how are you going to defend the wing? How are you going to defend your shooters? Because, you know, I think John Quell will match up fine against Brianna inside, but like, y'all got to get out there because they know how to score. Contrarily, now, Seattle lost a lot of defensive power when they lost Alicia Clark and Natasha Howard. And over these last few games, while they have outscored their other opponents that they won in the game that they lost, it was because they were lacking the amount of defensive pressure that was necessary. And it was only one game, but still, they were narrowly close to losing the game against Dallas, which was a very, very close game. It went to overtime and you could tell it was a shootout. It definitely was not due to defense, you know? And so um, I think that's going to be the trade-off. Can Connecticut keep up with a team that's going to continually score on them? Can Seattle bring somewhere from some somebody from somewhere, some type of defensive presence? Because you let John Quell get inside, that's a problem. You let Letitia Hottaman throw, get, give you 20, that's a problem. That's a fact. All right. So we got to ask you about a situation that occurred last night after the Suns game. Since we were talking about your team, what happened between the Connecticut Sun head coach Kurt Miller and Liz? Uh, Kane, uh, is it? It's not Cambridge. It's uh, what's Cambage. her name? Cambage. Yeah. That's her name. Uh, the Las Vegas Aces. What, what, what happened with that? So supposedly they she said that uh, head coach Kurt Miller said that she was 300 pounds and she felt disrespected and she refuses to be disrespected by any male. Uh, now Liz is 6'8", 235, for those that were wondering. Um, so what, what's going on with that situation? So listen, if you know Liz, you know Liz, <laughs> if you know anything about Liz, you know Liz is just not one of them players you want to come for. She will come for your neck. So why you out here? Why you messing with Liz? Don't do it, right? I'm gonna watch what I say in case Liz see this. I don't want no problems. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> but um, apparently there was a foul that was called, and he was trying to argue to the referee that you know it was an unfair call, and because she's a big girl, like I, you know, things look differently than they seem. But in the heat of the moment. He basically was like, you know, like, damn, she's 300 pounds. And first off, you know, saying Liz, she's 6'8, 235. I'm about 5'9, 235. And I wish you would call me 300 pounds. I'm ready to slap somebody. That's that's rude as hell. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Liz for not popping off in the middle of the game because I might not have been so patient. You know what I mean? I might be like, hold up. You might have had to tee me up because I might have came for Coach Nick talking to me like that you know what I'm saying and granted he wasn't talking to her he was talking to the ref but it was still loud enough for her to hear it 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 is still very it is very rude and very disrespectful and very insensitive to talk about a woman's weight that's just any common any every man knows this you the one thing you don't do is you don't talk about a woman's weight I don't care how big you think she is you talk about that with your boy you don't bring that to her you won't say that for her to hear it. Nothing. Okay. So Liz felt some type of way about it as she should have. And she went on Instagram and she said something about it. And she basically called him to the carpet on it. And it became um, well known what happened. 
He issued an apology earlier today saying that he he was wrong. So there was no, allegedly he said it. He said that shit. And he, he, they, he apologized, talking about he learned from the mistake, which maybe he did. I don't know. But now he is being fined $10,000 and is suspended for one game. So he will not be with the team on Wednesday when they play Seattle. He will... He will not be there. And listen, I'm willing to ride for you. I really am. I'm willing to stand up for my squad. I really am. But I don't want no problems with Liz. That's number one. <laughs> and you did hear her say 6, 8, 235. I don't want no problems with Liz. <laughs> That's number one. But, what do you but number two, but he's wrong. But like, he, like, I get it. I get in the heat of the moment. You know what I mean? I get it. You, you, I get it. I really do. I just feel like you, it is what it is. Like, it is what it is. You was wrong. You was wrong. And you got to be, you have to be reprimanded for it. And it just kind of is what it is. Like you're a, a male coach in a league full of women. And there is a level of respect, regardless of how angry you might be at a call, regardless of how upset you might be at a play. I understand people say things in the heat of the moment that they don't mean, but there has to be a boundary of where you go with things specifically when you are a male in a woman's league. And that's just a line you don't cross. You shouldn't be talking about how big she is or isn't, at least not in that way. Like I could see, you know, I don't even know how to give a good example that won't be misconstrued, but I can see you saying like, you know, she's bigger than my player or something like that, or, you know, something in any way to describe what you're trying to say to the ref is that, you know what I'm saying? She, you're trying to say that she's obviously bigger than the person that's defending her. So it's easy to make it seem like, you know, something is happening. And I totally understand the point he's trying to make, but you don't say it in an offensive way. Like, you know, she's 300 pounds for real, for real, Kurt, <laughs> you deserve, you, you deserve all this. You deserve all of this dragging that you're getting on on social media right now you just it ain't nothing i can do for you bro can't do it yeah he might have been better off saying like oh she's a giant or something maybe something that like a tall girl who's been playing ball and been tall her whole life has heard like right ain't really too many things that you can you can finesse out of how much how many pounds she weighs <laughs> like bro you wasn't raised like how, how was you raised Right. You, you got me looking at your mama. Yeah, like, listen, bro. <laughs> you know the rules. It's rules. You know the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you, know the, you know the rules. Like, I can't, I'm willing to stick up for every, I'm willing to stick up for the disrespect Connecticut gets and all of that. I'm I'm here for it. I'm fun. It's all of that is good. But I can't support this. You can't, you can't do that. Like you said, you, there are other ways you could have expressed what you were trying to express to the ref at that moment to argue the file. And honestly, it's all for not anyway, because they're not going to change shit. They're not going to change the call. They're not going to like, they're not going to do anything. You're arguing pointlessly and you've offended a player and a woman in that same regard. So you basically just gave the league $10,000 just cause that's fine. They ain't mad, but (laughs) now now, there's always rules and regulations for things, and we're competitive people. So, like, what are your rules and regulations? Because if you come down, you sit down at a table, you know, someone throw a deck of cards out there, and you 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 finna play spades. Oh, okay. What 
what are your rules and regulations on the table? Like, we know the basics, you know, we know there's no table talking. Oh, you mean so asking stuff. for the house rules? You asking for the house rules? Yeah, like, you thank you. A, do you have a partner? <laughs> do you have a partner that you always try to play with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and is yeah. there a reason why you always playing with this person? Well, there's two, right? There's my husband who I always play with because, I mean, and, and let's be clear. A spouse does not automatically equal partner Fact. because ev- everybody's spouse can't play. And you have to know if your spouse can or can't play. So luckily I have a spouse who can play. But if I had a spouse who couldn't play, I'd be like, nah, babe, you can't sit right here. I'm gonna need you to- my, I'm, coaching <laughs> you my, I'm coaching my girl up right now. She's in the process. She's in the lower rank. She's moving up. Okay. We're coaching right. her up. So right, we're, right. Um, we're getting there. You, 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 are, you are a gem. Cause I ain't teaching nobody nothing. If you don't know how to pay by this time in your life, then you miss the boats. It is too late for you. So, so during the pandemic, during the pandemic is where like me and a couple people, me, Billy, a couple people, we went out to, to, to protest and we ended up stumbling upon another group of black people that work at ESPN. So we like, yo, y'all play space. Some of them like, yeah. Some of them like, ah, kind of, sort of. So we set up this little spades league. You mean okay. this is when we found out Cliff ain't really invited to the cookout because his ass don't know how to play spades. But that's Cliff Haitian though. Cliff don't they ain't, don't that's care. Not a, that's nah. not a game. That's not the game they I was playing when they was little. Like he was on, around gotta... the cookouts, and it's like I know where he. I, I've been to the cookouts that he's been to. I know. Right. Been, been, been there. So you know, been there, done that. But we playing the okay. game, so you know we sitting like like Billy said. We we got some people that we we teaching the game. We teaching the, the the theory behind the game, and then okay. we you know it's like the it's like four or five people who really know how to play. Now, okay, I ain't gonna say nothing about me not being invited to this, but it's all good. No, no, Keep no. Going. You're always invited. We might play. We might play this weekend. We might play Friday, Saturday. That's usually when the good runs is in. So okay, okay. So you're absolutely invited. So my question to you is: Do you have any partners, or have you had any partners where y'all had little signals to make sure? Yo, when 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 we need six, so when we need six, yeah, and I mean, we got seven. Like, eh. yeah, I mean, not your. It's not that you have signals. It's just that when you play with a person enough, you start to understand how that person plays. So I have a friend from college who I worked with. Her name was Quanda. Shout out to my girl Q. And for some reason, her and I just really know how to click on a space table. Like she knows, she can tell, you know, from the way I hold the cards to just like, she just, she just know, like I can look at her and she can look at me and we just know like, oh, we got the hand. And then we also, you know, I can tell by how she big when I'm like, oh, she ain't got shit. We about to, we about to make board out here or something because that's not going to work. You know what I mean? So it's just like that. And it, I mean, it's kind of like that with me, with me and my husband too, though. Like when we play space, like we kind of know, we like we've been playing with each other long enough to kind of know, you know what I'm saying? But if there is an opportunity for me and Kwanda to run versus like me and Greg, I'm definitely going to run with my girl because we've been playing longer. So, you know, we know each other a little better. Yeah. But I mean, it's not like, you know, I'm going to like knock on the table two times or something like that. And that's, <laughs> 
you not the obvious, right? It ain't nothing that obvious. No, okay, oh, right. she, obvious. She got three cars high side on her right. They they all spades. You know what I'm spades. saying? Okay. You know, or, you know, I might. You hit one of these joints. You hit one of these joints real quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you hit one of the. You hit one of the little <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> you know what I'm you look, 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 look. She rub. She rub her edges real quick. Just. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, you yo, if I rub my right edge. If I rub my right edge, I got the big. If I rub the left edge, I got the big and the little. Right, okay, but see, and that's another question right there. Like, depending on the house rules, what's actually because, you know, you've got like Joker, Joker, Deuce, and then you've right. got like Joker, Joker, Ace, and then yeah. some people consider the the deuce of spades deuce of hearts and then you know what i'm saying it, it all depends on and then you know when i'm playing with the older people and by older i mean like 50 plus they usually don't even play with jokers at all it's aces high and that's a whole different skill yeah. level you know what i mean when yeah, you that's... when it's no jokers and it's just aces like that's a whole different skill level when you watching a book come across your board and you winning with a seven like what what yeah Excuse see that that's, that's a whole different that's <laughs> that's different that's a whole so, different skill level so you know so we play Joker, Joker, deuce, deuce. Second okay. deuce being the two of diamonds. So okay. we'll take out the two of clubs, we'll take out the two of hearts. And we'll we'll have games where like Billy knows how to play. He had to walk through the fire a little bit <laughs> when we start having these runs. Because it's like, all right, everybody can, you know, all diamond lead, let me throw the diamond out. But knowing where you can go to go get books and then knowing what your partner can do is something completely different. Yeah, yeah that's fair. So I yeah. was once in a situation where like, it's like first weekend of college, everybody talked, yo, this, we finna play some spades. I'm like, all right, cool. My roommate, I ain't gonna name him, I ain't gonna blast him out on this drum, but <laughs> my roommate at the time, like, man, I know how to play spades. Like, oh, I'm like, all right, bet. I'm gonna run with my man though. I mean, so he get on the table. <laughs> He get on my he get on the table with my man. So I'm like, all right, he <laughs> lose. I'm gonna rock with him anyway. Heart come out, everybody throw. Club come out, everybody throw. Heart come out, everybody throw. Diamond cuts. Next thing you know, they get to the spades. He cuts he cuts a heart. He throws a club. They looking like, well, what you do? He goes, damn, my fault. I reneged. So not, oh, only he ever renege, no not only did he renege, he told the table that he reneged. Like, you know, you can renege and no one gonna catch you. If you got oh, it. You, you better catch me. First of all, I ain't reneging. That's just not happening. But like, that's just, if if, if I renege, just take my whole card. Just take my whole space life. That's not take happening. <laughs> just take all of them. That's just not happening. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? But I have a question though. Like, okay, so you can't, we don't talk across the table, obviously, but you also can't force a renege. So nobody was at the table, it was like, oh, like, you know how you subtly be like, oh, damn, dog, you cutting? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, oh, like, like, oh, like, I know you are. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, dang, you all like that? Like, nobody kind of threw a little a little head out to make him kind of, you know, rethink. Was he sure about that? I don't. I think the only person who realized was his partner. And he went from, you know, good, nice posture to ain't no fucking way. Like, you know, the, the yeah. joint you rubbing your nose, oh, yeah. you're like, all right, maybe I oh, can. Yeah. We got to move some furniture. We got to move some furniture off that. We got the, nah, we got to duck this out. You out here reneging and now we losing? That's the question I need to know. Have you ever been on a table where it was an outright either fight or some people wanted to move some tables around or something? 
yeah, I didn't definitely wanted to move some tables around for sure. For sure. But I ain't like, I've never seen like an outright fight, not in spades. Uno is something different. <laughs> you ain't never lied. You know, that, you that's the other game lie. where it's like 50 million <laughs> rules. And if you don't establish the rules before you start, that's a whole problem. So, yeah, because I was busting. You got Billy. to establish. No. Listen, I was busting Billy's. I was busting Billy's ass in Uno. Prior go. to the spades inception, Here which is go. why he came to the to the grown man side. Here we See, go. You guys, house I mean... rules, his house rules were some weird shit. No, 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 no. You are a certified cheater. You was out here doing whatever you wanted, making up rules. And okay, doing... so when you say making up rules, because this is important. This is important, Billy. This is important. Very. Very. <laughs> do you do you do you play where you can allow like triples and doubles and like run like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, I yeah, got, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We can do that. We can do that. Okay. Stacks. You can stack. Stacks. Stack. Yeah. That's for sure. You can stack. Okay. Now here's the controversial question. He's gonna blow it. I'm telling you. If it's three of us playing and I gotta draw two, and then Alan I got a draw two, and then you have a draw four. So right now we got draw eight on the table. If I have a draw two, can I play my draw two? And make Alan draw eight or draw 10? Or do I have to stop because I got it because the draw four came out? See, it depends what the rules is. If we talking about if we say the rules, I'm talking about I'm talking about your rules. What's if we talking about the if we talk about that before and we agree upon those rules being the rules, then yes, it's fair game. But if we don't talk about that, then no, we're not letting that shit rock. Sorry. So so you don't instantly think that. So that's not your rule. Like you would do it if the, if that's not a plan, but it ain't like an instant rule for you. You can put draw twos on draw twos and draw fours on draw fours, but you can't put no you. I can't throw down a draw four and then you subsequently put a draw two down. No, you cannot do that. Shit, why we can't? See, see, my, <laughs> making my up rules. This is the shit I'm talking about. Why we can't? All with black folk. We over here making up our own shit. See, so 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 what do y'all feel about this? So in that same situation, you throw a draw two out, two out T. Billy throw a draw two out. I throw a draw four out. You throw a draw four out. Billy throw a draw four out. And all I got left is a draw two. I can't put it down unless Billy gives me the color that I have to draw two of. Like, you have to say, here's a draw four and the color is blue. If I got a yeah. green draw two, I got to pick up all 40 of them cards. No, facts, facts. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's what I mean. Okay. okay. So I, I explained it incorrectly. Okay. That's I just what I want to make sure that the color. Yes. Because Billy. The color, yes. Billy is one of them bulls was like, oh, Uno yeah. out don't matter. And if, if it's just me and him left and he goes out with a wild card and he says blue and I got a blue draw too, I can bring you back in because that's still my technical turn. The game doesn't end until I can no longer play my card. How, wait, I'm confused. If if he had, well, oh wait, no. So a wild card is different than a draw four. If I have a draw four and I say draw four, the color is green and it's my uno, then it technically is my turn again because you technically have forfeited your turn by drawing four. So then that's a uno and a uno out. Absolutely. 
But one thing that people get caught up in is when it comes to stacks, because I'm a stacker. If I got four cards in my hand and three of them are the same number, to me, I'm going to drop all three of them and that's a uno. And then I'm going to uno out on the next card because I can do that. Some people are upset by that because they don't like mm-hmm. to stack. I know that. How means, you can't? That, that's what I'm saying. Well, what? That, that don't How you can't? If I can, if I think? got, if I got three, if I got three ones in my hand and I have four cards and the one is like yeah. a single four or whatever, I can throw them jaws down, wait till my next turn and I'm out. You well, I mean, yeah, wait till your next turn. But what I'm saying is people are saying like, there are people who you play with who don't feel like dropping three cards is an uno, like is it is a, is a uno. They basically feel like, no, you can't uno out that way. Or wait a minute, let me, let me reverse it. Let me reverse it. Let me reverse it. I'm sorry. Let me reverse it. I got four cards. It's green. Okay. It's green. I have a green one. And then I've got like, I don't know, a bunch of sevens or something or three different colors. So if I have, if I play my one, my green one, and I have three cards left in my hand and you play one of the colors that I have of the three cards I have in my hand, but keep in mind, they're all the same number. And I drop all three of of my cars down at the same time. That is an uno and an uno out. Period. That's the game. <laughs> okay, so there are some people, so what I'm saying is there are some people who play that feel like you can't uno and uno out that way at the same time. Like, because you had... And that's what I said. Okay. It's, See, it's I can iconic. play with y'all. It's okay. That's ridiculous. I can play with y'all. But, I can play with there's y'all. Also okay. people, there's also people who I know, so say it's a group of like four or five people, right? Say it's a group of four people, and I got three skips in my hand. Ah. I put all three skips down. I done skipped all three of y'all. It's my turn again. I go. Facts. Mm-hmm. If I got two reverses, and I put both of the two reverses down at the same time, it's now my turn. It, that is facts. Okay. Because I, yeah, I don't know if it's your people. turn, though. See, that's not how I play. So it won't be, it won't be your turn, ah. but it goes, it, goes back the, it goes back the same way. How sway? How if no, reverse it's it, reverse it only only if only if exact only because technically so the whole point of the reverse is is that we're gonna go the opposite way. It's never you. The only time is you getting to turn again is if there's only two people playing. No way, bro. Think about it. If it's four people and it's going one, two, three, four. My reverse goes from one, two, three, four to four, three, two, one. If exactly. I put, if I put one down, it's going to the opposite way. But if I put two down at the same time, it stays where it is because it's going back to where it was normally at, which was my turn. That is true. But technically, I play. I play that way. But That's, technically, it's not your when, turn because you're no, taking the whole point of putting down the card, though, is to switch the direction of whose turn it is. Technically, yes, so right. if you're putting down two cards. You are essentially saying, I went to go this way, but then actually, no, I don't. I wanted to go back this way. No, no what you're saying is, okay, so I, if I put the car down and, and you have, if I put down two reverses, when I revert and we're going clockwise, that means right. technic, technically, Billy, you would be next from my screen, right? So <laughs> I drop, I drop the first reverse right. and that would make it now Alan's turn. But I dropped a second reverse. So it reverses from Alan to the person behind Alan. It's no longer Alan's turn. The person behind Alan is me. Therefore, it is now my turn. 
Hello. I see what y'all talking about, but that sounds Hello. like some tricky shit. Listen, that like, tricky. Listen. <laughs> like it. It sounds freaky now until you're looking at your hand and you're like, damn, I got two reverses, two sniffs, oh, yeah. and a deuce. Watch it this. Reverse, Watch. skip y'all two niggas, Uno out, game. Game, period. What did that happen if you out here talking about, well, technically, I'm going to put the reverse down and we're going to go this way. Go, Look, I know y'all know that tricky shit. Shit, I see now. <laughs> I just needed to know that because there's so many rules within the card games, yeah. whether it's spades or Uno, which are the two big ones for us. It's so many rules with black people in the card game because I'm yeah. convinced white people don't have these issues. <laughs> they don't. They don't hearts. The rules are simply the rules. Solitaire. Yeah, like <laughs> minesweeper. Mind I'm, I'm cool. But like we're going we're gonna to get you on the table. We're going to invite you to some runs if you're sure. available. She For backs sure. up too, so you mean? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. backed up. It's facts. Yeah, but uh, that, that'll, science be, over here. That, that'll be to, de to be determined when you when you end up pulling up to the runs, though. But the invite is open. We appreciate you jumping on here, talking, talking to W with some folks who need to hear it. Real That's shit. what's up. I appreciate the invite. This is fun. <laughs> Ooh, woo, woo. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Fuck this. One more.